Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. And as always, I am very, very grateful that you have chosen to join me again. And we are debuting season three of this podcast. I have been thinking a lot about what we're going to be doing in season three and kind of how I have grown and the past year has been amazing. It has been one year since I started the podcast. I cannot tell you how excited, honored, grateful that I have been for all of the comments, downloads, shares, words of encouragement, and even not so great words of encouragement that I received just actually has just been one person that I don't know. And anyway, it's funny how that one person, right, can like you remember that one person that said something negative, plus all the hundreds of people that have said positive. But I am so grateful that you are joining me for season three. And I just wanted to kind of recap the last year and all of the exciting things and the learning curve that has happened for me over the past year. And let me just say, I really love podcasting. I really love it. And I am grateful that you guys have chosen to come with me on this journey that I'm not a professional podcaster, but I believe that I am a professional parent and I am a professional co-parent and I have a lot of encouragement and insight that I believe that all of us can use and I am just honored that I can share what has what was painful in many instances but yet something that we can all use to grow and become better for ourselves and our children. In the past year, it has I have had thousands and thousands of downloads and to be honest, my very first episode when I first released it, well, A, y'all know I was scared to death, or you should know me if you know anything about me. I was scared to death to release the first episode, but I did it and am so grateful that I did. But I literally, I think the first week I had, I want to say 34 downloads. And I was like, oh my gosh, 34 P. Okay, I released it. I've done all this work to get it set up to know what I'm supposed to do. And I think I had 34 downloads. Now I come back in thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. And I just am like, really? And so in the podcast world, you know, you can see what countries, where you're downloading from and all this. And so just to kind of reiterate why I'm so grateful. I have people in India downloading my podcast. I have people all over the world, all over Europe, like every country in Europe, and of course the US, in Canada, North America. I have um, some even in parts of Africa and uh, New Zealand. And as a matter of fact, the past year, just to share, I was ranked in the top um, 20 in the in the 
North America for co-parenting podcast. I was ranked in India um, for the top co-parenting podcast and in New Zealand. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing that so many people around the world can connect. And hopefully we all grow together and just become better co-parents for our children. And that really is what motivates me and what helps me want to become a better mother, a better co-parent, and a better podcast host, right? And so I just wanted to tell you guys that I'm so humbled and appreciative of all the support and that I've received. And I'm really grateful. And again, my hope and prayer is that this platform will be used as a source of inspiration, a source of encouragement, and a source of growth for each of you. That's really what my hope and prayer is. And I'm I'm just so grateful that you all are here. And I know I say that a lot. And it's kind of some people think it's cliche, but I really, really am grateful. Additionally, I want to tell you how grateful I am that you have allowed me to be off. I have been off six, six or seven weeks. And um, it was a little bit longer than I was planning. But I had Ava going back to school and there was a lot to get ready for. And then um, had had some health challenges. Ava and I had a great summer. We went to Florida to visit family. And then we had to cut our trip short because of some physical challenges that I am having in and was having some significant hip pain, which I'll get into later, but am just grateful that you've allowed me some space to do what I need to do and to take care of myself. So thank you for being here again, and for listening and sharing with you. As many of you know, I am going to be a grandmother for the first time. However, I'm not going to be called grandma, just FYI. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. My name to my grandchild will be Dee Dee. And that is the name. And what's so special about that name is that is the name that my son that I placed for adoption, the one that I have an open adoption with, and he's on my podcast last year, that um, he named me that and it is very endearing and special to me. So that is what I wish to be called um, by my grandchild. So I'm so excited, but I will be going up to Toronto, Canada to be with Bree, my oldest daughter for a few weeks and her husband, the babies do um, coming up in about 10 days or so. And so I am so excited to be going up there and to meet the grandbaby and just be there with them and help however possible. And I wanted speaking of uh, in the next couple of episodes, I am going to be talking to Bree and Alex about their take on what parenting and co-parenting will look like for them and what they think it is versus what it is in the first few weeks. So I'm excited to share those episodes with you all. (laughs) It should be fun. They're very entertaining. And um, so it should be exciting that we can do that together. Also, I wanted to let you know that in October, I am going to be doing a series my each week um, will be it's going to be part of a series and the series is co-parenting even when and I am going to be going through and get detailed about 
when the tough parts of parenting and co-parenting happen, the tough things and how to do it even when. And you can fill in the dot, 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 right? Co-parenting even when. And I'm going to focus on some extreme challenges that maybe some of you have or don't have and that we all face as co-parents. And I really look forward to sharing this series with you and just sharing with you all what's on my heart. And that is coming up in October. I know that was kind of a long intro, but it's been a while. I haven't talked to y'all. And so I'm trying to get you caught up. And um, I wanted to just get back kind of reconnected with everybody. And so I had a lot to get out of the way. As I mentioned earlier, this past spring, I started having some pain in my hip. And I it's been a long process. I had to go to x-ray and I had to get physical therapy. And then ultimately, I ended up having an MRI, which I had a severe allergic reaction to the dye that they put into my hip. And just pardon me for regressing, but people act like to put whatever into the hip is nothing. Man, that hurts. I think it is worse than an epidural. And I know for those of you that have had epidurals, I mean, putting a needle into the hip is no joke and it is quite painful. So, um, well, come to find out after the MRI was done, I have a hip dysplasia, which it's something that you're born with and it's basically a deformity of the hip, did not know that. But people that have this this certain hip dysplasia, they're much more likely to have severe arthritis in their hip. And, and I do. And it's severe. And um, I've developed like cyst on the hip. And it's just a whole complicated thing. So I'm saying all that to say in December, I will be having hip replacement surgery. And I'm so young to have it. But the doctor's like, hey, I've done full hip replacements on an 18-year-old. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not 18. It has taken me a minute to get my head around to face that reality. It has been, whoa, this is a lot. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm 52 and I have to have a hip replacement, which is crazy. And I'm telling you about this hip surgery and this kind of reality check for me because it leads me to the subject that I want to talk about today. It is uh, on learning to depend on the co-parent. It is hard to do. And anyone that knows me knows that I'm very, very independent. And it is really difficult for me to accept help from anyone. And if you're a single mother, and I have been for a very long time, it is even more difficult because we're used to doing everything on our own, right? So I, it's really been on my heart about learning to to depend on the other co-parent is a form of vulnerability, right? Where you have to be vulnerable. And I came across this quote in Vincent DePaul is recorded having asked, what do you think is most often the cause of our failings in our resolutions? It's that we depend too much on ourselves. We put trust in our own good desires. 
We rely on our strength and that's the reason we don't get any good results from them. And I know in the world we live, self-reliance is such a thing that everyone talks about. When we're put in tough situations, like for instance, hip replacement surgery, and I am going to have to rely on Ava's father for help because I am going to be vulnerable in my own physical body, right? And I wanted to talk about some ways that we can learn to accept help from others. And the one is what I just mentioned is allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. That is so hard because it is asking us to be vulnerable with our co-parent. And maybe that is someone who we've had a lot of disagreements with, who we may have trust issues with, whom we don't trust. Learning and forcing when situations happen in our co-parenting journey, learning to let go and allow ourselves to be vulnerable will release the outcome for us, right? We won't be holding on so tightly. And it we have to let go of it in order to be in control. And for some, it might be the hardest hurdle to overcome. But it is so important that we learn to let others step in and help. One thing that I've examined in the past few weeks because of my own human frailty or whatever you want to call it is examining my own beliefs on receiving. If you are having trouble letting others take control, examine some of the reasons why that may be. Being vulnerable is not a weakness, right? And neither is asking for help. And what is stopping you or me from accepting help from others? Are we bitter? Do we think we don't deserve it? Um, and do we feel like that we don't deserve that love? We don't deserve that support? And why do we feel that way? I think giving others an opportunity to give is so good at releasing the outcome, right? If we learn to let others give to us. It's just receiving is not just about us, right? It's also about the giver. And just imagine a well-intentioned, loving person giving you something and you reject their gifts. So for instance, Sim, Ava's father, has offered that when I go to Canada to be with Bree, that you know, he'll make sure Ava's taken care of, she gets to school and tennis and all the things that come with day to day life. If I said no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not accept that. And I'm gonna get other people to help. How do you think that would make him feel right as as his as he's the father of the child? So yes, we can always probably get other people to help. But how would that make them feel unappreciated? maybe even feel awkward or embarrassed. And I think that if we allow ourselves to be open to the possibility and give that other person an opportunity to give, that that helps them learn to be better parents, co-parents. Another tip is paying it forward instead of returning it. 
Sometimes when people aren't comfortable with receiving a gift or receiving time or receiving whatever it is, they would return the love, the compliment, the gift in another form immediately. For example, when someone gives them a gift, they feel obligated to give something right back. When it's your time to receive, it is important for me, for you, to embrace that moment. Don't be in such a hurry to give back to the other person. You are just deflecting their love back to them. It's like, I can't receive your love. Here, have it back. Then what you give them would not be authentic. And I think it's so important to remember that. I am so guilty of this. As soon as somebody gets, I want to give them something right back. And as I was researching and thinking about this episode for this week, I was really struck by, okay, so I really need to just live in the moment, soak up that gift, and just be present. Another tip is feel the love and the gratitude, which... I just said, right? (laughs) But to receive is a beautiful thing. And so I think feeling that journaling, doing whatever gratitude journal that you get is really important. Practice accepting help everywhere. You don't have to wait for someone to give you help to practice receiving. You don't. Wherever, whenever you need help, ask for it. And don't worry about being rejected. So with your co-parent, if you need help picking up the co-parent on, picking up the child by the co-parent on Thursday, ask. And don't worry about being rejected. You can ask them first. Give others, give your co-parent an opportunity to help you. And if they can't do it, if they aren't the one to help in that particular moment, Move on to the next. And just to kind of recap on some ways that you can learn to accept help from others, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. I know that's a hard one. Examining your beliefs on receiving love and receiving gifts and receiving positive things in your life. Really examine those and try to understand why do you feel the way you feel. Give others an opportunity to give. That is so important. Pay it forward instead of returning it. And feel the love and be grateful, I always say. And then practice accepting help everywhere. And don't be concerned about if they reject or don't reject. I hope that this week's episode is helpful and informative And again, thank you so, so, so much. I'm eternally grateful for this past year and how much I've learned and how much we've grown together. I am so looking forward to the next year and many more years to come. Have a wonderful week and I can't wait to be with you here next week. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLanae.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. 
My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.